Introducing Coco Golf's signature shoe, more than just a tennis shoe. It's a fusion of 90s inspired style and cutting edge performance technology with its sleek mid cut silhouette. It's designed to enhance speed and power on the court. The multi piece upper construction delivers high energy return for players of all levels. Whether you're a seasoned pro or just starting out, the Coco CG1 empowers you to dominate the game. Learn more and purchase the Coco CG1 at NewBalance.com. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Tennis Channel Inside In on the Tennis Channel Podcast Network. Mitch Michaels here from our Santa Monica studios, and our guest this week is considered now an American tennis pillar in the game. It's been an establishing couple of years, reaching new heights the last two seasons. Uh, I last spoke with this guest during her quarantine in the Australian Open in 2021, which she then went on to make the final, a U.S. Open semifinalist, a national champion at UCLA, from Harrisburg, PA, Jen Brady, welcome to the show. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. Jeez, it's uh, it's been over a year since we last chatted. Over a year, uh, and you started the full TV gambit, which we're going to get into. Started hot on Valentine's Day, thriving in your own words too. Yeah, um, yeah well, we're going to get right into it. There's, you know, we got video and audio for this. Uh, there'll be some references, but this was one year ago. This was one year oh ago in quarantine. Gosh. I think this is day 10 or 11 of yeah. quarantine. You're like ready to yeah, go. Ready to go. Look at those flyaways. I probably just finished a 45-minute <laughs> bike in the shower. <laughs> just ready and starving. And the first question is, did you get that steak you were talking about? You know what? I most definitely did. The first day out of quarantine, I went to Rockpool right across the street from the new hotel, and I got myself a bone-in ribeye. Bone-in ribeye, the all-American girl, as you referred to yourself, and, and had to do it. Well, we can kind of start there because it was an incredible run I mean it started with just building some momentum the year before uh and there it is Australia this is after the Makova match which was a little dicey at the end we were watching the game it was about 15 solid minutes of (laughs) trying to hold serve but oh yeah it was it was very dicey as you said I was so nervous I was like pumping up the crowd and then I went up to serve for match point and my hands my legs my whole body was shaking I was like oh my god what am I doing why am I pumping them up so there was a moment in the lead up and it was Ashley Barty, you know, someone you know very well and who's just um, crushing it right now, but she loses to Mukova before. And I remember you got interviewed on another network. We won't, we won't say which one, but I remember it was like the mood change and suddenly, oh, you're the highest seed left. Does that kind of like flip a switch in you? Like, oh crap, I'm in the driver's seat now. Like this is a huge opportunity because it did shake the tennis world when the top seed goes out. Yeah, most definitely. I mean, especially when the top seed is Ash Barty. You know, I don't think anybody is super excited to to see her name in the draw or, or think, okay, I have to face her in the in the semifinals, quarterfinals, whatever round it is, really. I, I think uh, any other opponent is, is uh, someone that you would love to see in the draw. What did you think you learned going from the U.S. Open making the semis, biggest breakthrough by far? another hardcore major, the very next one. Is there something that you might have learned to kind of deal with going deep into these tournaments or handling your nerves? Yeah, I think, especially in that semifinal match against uh, Mukova in Australia, for me, just getting over that hurdle after losing to, to Naomi in the semifinals of the U.S. Open, just knowing, okay, I've established that 
I belong at this level and I proved to myself that I belong at that level. And it was, it was a trend. I, w- I made semis and then I made finals and, uh, yeah. the next is, uh, you know, me holding the trophy. So yeah, you, you beat a good friend in Pagulia before. I love the camera messages. It was good. Stay in light, but we know it was a bad author and it was a really competitive match. Uh, and you mentioned it. I mean, there's the, there's the final. Yep, the yep. Uh, the runner-up trophy, but <laughs> timing is everything in all this because I, I know we get into it. You've said on previous interviews that it wasn't your best match, probably wasn't her best match, but having to go against a generationally great player in a final locked in, you know, you can't, you can only play the players in front of you. It's, it's tough to have that challenge. It's tough to deal with it. And you fought admirably, but just wasn't meant to be on that night. Yeah, most definitely. Like you said, I I even said so myself. It wasn't the best match from either one of us. But going into that match, it was, I had, you know, I had my doubts kind of going into it. Just mentally, I wasn't really feeling like I was ready to to become a Grand Slam champion yet. But yeah, uh, all credit to Naomi on that one. Was it seeing the trophy out there? Was that the surreal moment? Seeing the trophy, (laughs) thinking about the media stuff afterwards. And uh, this photo, I'm, I'm, I'm I'm happy, but I'm also not happy. I'm I'm like smirking. Uh, it's yeah. impossible to sleep the night before a final, right? Like a grand yeah, final. it's very hard. It's very very hard, and it's very hard to sleep the night after you lose. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it's still just a remarkable feat getting to a major final. Like something you're going to be introduced as one the rest of your life, unless I mean. Yeah, I would love to more. be a Grand Slam <laughs> champion. I would love to be introduced as that. So there's there's been a lot of talk about you know playing in finals, playing matches, and I think a tennis player is like learning to play, learning how to play when you're not at your best. Is that something you can take forward from that match of ways to kind of, you know, struggle to get through? Something like Serena Williams, who has won a lot of matches not playing her best. Is that a lesson that you can kind of take from? Yeah, I think that's just a lesson that you kind of learn and you develop over just multiple, multiple matches of experience. I mean, it takes experience to know, okay, I don't have to play my best tennis in order to win this match, but you just have to stay strong and find a way and compete. Well, I had one other thing for you, uh, and it's crazy. You guys were in the finals, just the last Naomi thing. You're in the finals of the Australian Open, and then within the end of the year, this photo from playing oh ping pong at a party yeah, shows Kelly up. Kelly Wurstler's house. So, yes. So, it's a racket magazine, Kelly Wurstler, famous designer, and I'm like, this is kind of, maybe it was just me or the tennis people reacting, like, you have two girls in a, fi- in a major final that are playing back-to-back ping-pong at this event. So the first question is, did you actually play her, Naomi, in this <laughs> No, I did not play <laughs> Naomi in ping-pong. She just uh, stuck with her sister and the rest okay. of her team, but yeah, that's that's yeah. actually hilarious. I know, when I walked in, I saw her, we we hugged and we, we chatted real quick, but well, yeah, that is funny. Looked like a pretty fun event. Did you have a good time? Kind yeah, of definitely. Yeah, most yeah. definitely. It was, it was really fun. It, it, it um it it was a it was a cool little thing yeah. Re- reaping the rewards of making yeah it definitely to the final. I was like if I didn't make the finals I probably wouldn't have been invited so <laughs> well hey yeah. you know what you know you earned <laughs> hey, it that's that's yeah. the lesson of that story is work yeah. hard out there kids yeah um, the last match you played as we record this now was in Cincinnati uh, against Ostapenko and you know getting to that point and obviously dealing with injuries did you know something was kind of r- something wrong something hurt for a while before, because I know you skipped Wimbledon, played the Olympics. Was there something lingering going into that? Yeah, there was. It was my foot. Uh, I was struggling with plantar fasciitis, bone bruising, um, all that. But And then in that Ostapenko match, I ended up actually tearing my plantar fascia. Mm. So that's why I ended up retiring. I know it's tough to kind of look back. You're still you know, an active athlete. But in the moment, did you feel that like something was taken from you? That it was, you know, you worked so hard to get to where you were, career high all these nice things are happening, and then the injury bug hits. 
Yeah, it's it's really unfortunate. Just just really bad timing. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it is what it is, and I think some things happen for a reason. And um, I've I've been able to spend some time yeah. out here in LA because of it. I mean, obviously, I would rather be on court, but uh, yeah. uh, soon, you know, I'll be back out there soon, and I'll come back. So, what types of stuff are you like this new downtime? Like, I know UCLA basketball games, doing TV work. Are you like knitting or some other hobby? Oh my gosh, <laughs> no, I do not have yeah. the patience for knitting. No. I wish I could be surfing. I would yeah. love to be surfing, hiking, biking, just living it up on the beach. Uh, but. Because of my injury, I can't do all of those things. So I've had a lot of downtime, just like chilling out. But uh, yeah, being here at, at Tennis Channel this week, I've realized, okay, I belong on the tennis court. This, uh, you know, the real world isn't really, I'm not ready for that okay. yet. Still, <laughs> still a lot of time to play on the tennis court, yeah. but it's nice to keep your options open. Um, is there like a tournament that you have some FOMO with, like you're missing out? Is there stops that you haven't been able to make on this run that you're like, man, I wish I could have gone to that event. Oh yeah. I love going to Australia. It's a favorite. It's my personal favorite time Mm -hmm. of the year. I love everything about it. The food scene, the, I mean, just playing tennis there. I love hot weather. So I thrive in the heat. And, um, I also really enjoy the middle East, the Dubai Doha tour. So really, really bummed to be missing that. Those draws are insane, right? Like it's might be the best draw of the year. Oh like, yeah, it's it's yeah. nuts. It's that yeah. and Stuttgart. You yeah, you see yeah. those, and the last direct acceptance is like forty in the world. So there's like top twelve matchups in the first round. Like yeah. it's crazy. Yeah. Um, you know, you got to be a fan too. I mean, I'm sure you were taking in the tennis when Nadal does his amazing thing, winning twenty one, and then Ashley Barty wins. Oh uh, yeah. And, and you knew Ashley Barty before yeah. she was this Australian icon. Before she's going to get her statue made up. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. Well, she was always going to get one. She's like the Vegemite queen as well. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Playing with her, I mean, did you see something special? Like, I mean, you kind of alluded to it, but that this greatness could be unlocked playing with her, some doubles, and then seeing her before? Most definitely. I mean, she, first of all, she is like the coolest cat out there. She is like so calm, cool, collected. She is so chill. Her team is great. Everything about her, like, yeah. I, Ashley Barty is like one right. of my favorite tennis players just because of how she is as a person. I wasn't going to, well, I'll bring this up in, in all transparency. I was at a match in Indian Wells a couple years ago. I think you might know which one there was. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Jen Brady versus Ashley Barty with, uh, I think Allie Risk was in your player's box. She was. I don't, I can't, honestly, Allie told me she was going to come and I was yeah. like, yeah, right. And then I saw her out there and I was actually absolutely shocked. It wasn't anything you did, honest opinion, not just saying that she was, that was, you know, her on her run. I think she won Miami that year and then French Open and then it just kind of took off. Yeah, most definitely. But also it wasn't my greatest <laughs> match. I was so nervous going into that. Introducing Coco Golf's signature shoe, more than just a tennis shoe. It's a fusion of 90s-inspired style and cutting-edge performance technology with its sleek mid-cut silhouette. It's designed to enhance speed and power on the court. The multi-piece upper construction delivers high-energy return for players of all levels. Whether you're a seasoned pro or just starting out, the Coco CG1 empowers you to dominate the game. Learn more and purchase the Coco CG1 at newbalance.com. Jen Brady here on Tennis Channel Inside In, uh, some more stuff. To, to chat about with uh, with her as we go forward. I mean, one of the other things that I liked was was a Wimbledon final or was a Australian mm. Open final more nervous, more nerve wracking than the dance floor at Pagula's oh wedding? Oh my, uh, if Jess was here, she would tell you I definitely was not nervous on the dance floor. Okay. I found myself right. up on stage three times. It wasn't even my wedding. <laughs> um, yeah, I definitely had myself a time and I mean, it was fun. There were other players there, Asia Muhammad, Taylor yeah. Townsend, Sam Crawford. 
Yeah, we, we, we definitely had a blast and it was... Let's look and, at the crew. There you oh, go. Oh, yep. Here we go. Yep. It was epic. We, yeah, completely sober in that picture. Yeah. That's for sure. <laughs> the, uh, I mean, yeah, the bit more North Carolina, it's like the largest estate, I think, like yeah. personal residency. Oh, yeah. Um, wedding looked great. I know Taylor's been on the air and talking about how an amazing time it was. Uh, but it is good to see the camaraderie factor. I mean, I, and I keep saying this, I mentioned it before, the American girl specifically, you're from an era that it's all kind of progressed together and you've each had different times making, you know, leaps and bounds and have stayed pretty friendly throughout. Yeah. Uh, well, for me, especially I've, I've grown up with Taylor. I've grown up with Asia. I mean, Jess, I didn't know when I was younger, but mm. you know, over the past couple of years, I've gotten to know her really well. So yeah. even all the other American players, all of us, we, we, I speak for myself here, but I'm like, genuinely happy to see them do well but i think also we see each other doing so well and then it just kind of feels feels each of us yeah and the and you know not just the the females like the ucla contingency i had the chance to speak with both mackie last year mackie mcdonald and then a couple weeks a couple months ago now uh garone yeah and they i mean they gush about you because it's like one of their own you know doing yeah. big things the ucla <laughs> thing uh those two guys specifically having to work so hard to get to where they are uh, they definitely have that like inspiration thing. They're like, Jen's great. We love her, but it's like, I want, I want what she has. Maybe a little envy yeah. too. Oh yeah. <laughs> Especially Mackie. Mackie is like, I want what you have, but more. He's, yeah. he is like, he, I think he's a little bit jealous, but, um, I mean, and he's going to hear that I said that. So <laughs> I, I hope it fuels him even more. Mackie was, uh, you know, he was another guy that every time it's like you watch him play and you watch him in individual matches, like this is a top 15 talent in the world. Like, oh, yeah. You know, sometimes the hatching off matches we recorded this week, bigger players, stronger, it's tough at times, but his, his all court game is incredible. Yeah. He's so fun to watch the way he moves around the court. He's versatile. He comes in, he has unbelievable touch. Yeah. He can, he can do everything. I felt bad about Marcos though, because he was saying how he never played a, you know, we were like, you know, your toughest opponent. And he's like, oh, I haven't played, you know, the big three. I'd love to. And then he gets Rafa first round. In, yeah. In Australia, oh, poor Marcos. Yeah. It's okay. He's, he has bigger quads than uh, Rafa. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, there you go. See, always putting a positive spin on things. Yeah. Um, you know, we kind of talked about it too, uh, the ranking situation. Is that something that concerns you? You got to career high number 13 with the injury and with missing time out of the top 100. Is that something that you're conscious about or is it just one step at a time in this rehabilitation? It really is just one step at a time. I mean, it's definitely in the back of my mind, but it's not like, oh, wow. You know, mm -hmm. I, I, it is just watching it drop more and more each each kind of week or month. But yeah, I, I ha I'll have a protected ranking when I mm -hmm. come back. So I'm, I'm lucky I have that. But uh, yeah, it, it's not the... The end of the world. And take advantage of that wild card situation. Yeah. Too, the perks of, well, we'll yeah. see. <laughs> well, I mean, they've given it to, to players that haven't accomplished as much as you. So yeah. I feel pretty good about that. Yeah. Uh, the summer of uh, 2021, you know, is when things started to kind of turn in one direction. But what was the Olympics experience like for you? Oh, wow. The crew. Yeah, that is one solid crew right there. That We had a hell of a time. We had a blast. I mean... Everybody there. It was. It, it, it was. was everybody there wanted to be there, and that's the thing I wanted Every to get to because you had to sacrifice to so there. much. Yeah. You take a break in the tennis season, and you go to to Japan where there's a lot of restrictions, and it's a commitment. You're not getting paid, but everybody there wanted to be there. A lot of good friends in that photo. Oh uh, yeah, and unfortunately, we weren't staying in the village, but we were yeah. staying in a hotel, and 
We were definitely treating ourselves. We were eating Wagyu beef and uh, some good sushi every single night. So we definitely uh, enjoyed ourselves in Tokyo. We got one other. I mean, these guys. Just, yeah, like, these two clowns. Just, oh, I love know, these two. You know. Look at that fit. I mean, people were staring at us because we were so American. <laughs> really? And we were, oh, yeah. Like, look what I'm wearing. I, mean, I always my heard about socks, that. My, yeah. <laughs> it's true. We're definitely it obnoxious. Yeah. But, okay. but, but, you know, it's, it's, uh -huh. it's America. God yeah bless. yeah it's i mean tommy's like uh, he i think what was the what was the caption you said he thrives in bubble situations so he's good. Um, <laughs> yeah oh man both of them i yeah. mean francis is such a clown he's always cracking <laughs> jokes so yeah it was a good time Wait, yeah i mean we we've heard that before and it's funny because you know unfortunately olympics didn't go your way the americans didn't do as good as they would have liked. And you got to think maybe, I know it was Japan, but crowd support and, you know, having to deal with this as long as you have. Now, now we're getting fans back, but not having a crowd there to kind of feed off of was the unfortunate part of the Olympics. Yeah, that, it was an unfortunate. Just crickets in the stands, really, except for mm -hmm. the coaches that were there. But, um, yeah, it, it's good to see people back in the stands filling up, and uh, hopefully we can continue that trend. So as we kind of continue on here on Tennis Channel Inside in with uh, Jen Brady, Health-wise, I know you mentioned that you're you're getting better. It's starting to healing. Is there certain, you know, I'm always fascinated this with an athlete. What sort of health methods are you using to kind of nurse yourself back into say into shape? Uh, well, I'm not really able to do a whole lot right mm -hmm. now. I've um, tried swimming and other mm -hmm. things, and uh, had a little bit of difficulty with that. But uh, yeah, just trying to to stay in the best shape as possible is very difficult when you're not really able to do any sort of cardio. Um, mm. but just, yeah, going to PT over there in, uh, Santa Monica at elite yeah. ortho sport and, um, they're, they're working on me pretty much, uh, every day. So, um, yeah. Patience being the key though, right? Patience is yeah. the key and I'm not good with that. <laughs> this is like my first real major injury and knock on wood, hopefully, last but uh yeah the patience thing was was really tough for me would you change anything about i mean how hard you worked i know it could be said like ah, oh, maybe it was yeah, something there I would. you would okay oh, yeah. i think you yeah. kind of went a little too hard i definitely going went in. overboard okay. that's a fact so there's yeah. a way to train smarter more oh, than harder yeah. for sure oh for sure yeah. yeah there is i mean yes you you have to train hard but you don't have to do the amount that i was doing that's for sure well the good thing for you uh not just tennis players but i mean there are tennis player examples but there are the stories now with modern medicine and older athletes, much older than you, that have rebuilt themselves after major injuries. So the blueprint is there on the tennis court as well if you come back at the right pace. Yes. That's going to be the tough thing is to, to take my time and come back when I'm ready and not try to rush too soon. Well, I know you've got a lot of support uh, across the tennis community as well, uh, but now we're starting TV and now we're, yeah. we're on set. With these two. Look at those two hunks. <laughs> <laughs> those two those two hunks. Yeah, that's exactly how I describe it. Um, good, good teachers, Prakash though. flexing, for sure. Prakash yeah, flexing. I was actually trying to find uh, a picture of him not flexing. Was, <laughs> yeah, it it's two, impossible. Two days of scrolling, and I couldn't yeah, find one. Yeah, it's impossible. But no, I mean, in all seriousness, like you get two professionals that have done this before. Steve, a consummate TV guy. Prakash, who's made a transition from playing to, to being on the air. And you did this diving in, like I mentioned, it. like you did one day during the Australian Open or one or two days, but this is a full week. So what's that slate been like and getting ready and the hour of makeup and then prepping for oh, matches and yeah. watching highlights? And it's, it's tiring. I am going back and I'm just going straight to bed. I'm like so tired. I wake up in the morning and I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm exhausted. And 
uh, yeah, I did just dive right into it. When I came here during the Australian Open, it was more just sort of an interview about me talking to there, myself. This is too funny. Oh, yeah. So Prakash like, walks yeah. by while we have the photo up on yeah. the thing. But he's not flexing right now. So now is the time to take a photo. <laughs> no. But um, no. Uh, yeah, so it, it was definitely uh, a, an eye-opening experience. I realized that it's it takes time for to get used to it to be on live set to talk about mm. matches and players and you know all these mm -hmm. tournaments that are going on at the same time it, it it's it's not easy the timing too right you know obviously the game and you break down the the footage you study it but you have like a minute of a highlight to get your points articulated yeah clearly. it's it's tough to pick and choose what you mm -hmm. want to say and then you find yourself saying something you're like oh that's so repetitive or somebody <laughs> has already said that so <laughs> yeah it, it's definitely something that will that will take some time and experience we hear a lot with the athletes too it's like i wish they wouldn't have said something this way or words get stumbled and then the transition now I'm here and I stumble it's like oh, I feel so oh, bad yeah I know yeah. when I watch sometimes I hear people saying stuff and I'm like why do they always say that and then I go out there and I say it and I'm like well it's just it's just like the first thing that pops in your head and you're just trying to kind of trying to make a point across so do you think you'll get maybe to calling matches at some point is that oh the I don't know I don't know I'll have to talk to someone else about that get a we'll catchphrase we'll see how my we'll, we'll see how my some. first week is and then yeah. um either this is my first and last or just yeah well if you need a catchphrase we can workshop some all you right know, I don't know if we have any yet but you just you know uh no it's been uh it's been a blast chatting with you and I do hope that we get to you know see you back on the court soon you trying to add anything to your game in this moment or I mean you don't have to tell me if it's secret we can just <laughs> cut this part. Um, I wish I was on court adding stuff to yeah. my game right now but uh, I think moving forward I, I would love to to be more of a I mean I'm am an all-court player but I would love to see myself finish more points up at net. Mm -hmm. Oh it makes sense and I think that you're in a position where and you can correct me if I'm wrong you weren't that fast track fast ride to the top like you played college tennis not even number one singles and you worked yeah. for everything that you had. So I think you're kind of built for being able to put the time in to get back and rebuild yourself. I think it might be tougher if it was someone that's been on the perch, you know, Oh their yeah, whole definitely. Time. Yeah. So. I, I definitely, it wasn't just <laughs> yeah. handed to me. I definitely yeah. worked my way up the system and, you know, started, like you said, in college and then worked my way top hundred, top 50. And then, yeah, here we are today. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Before I let you go, any uh, predictions for who wins these tournaments that you're all locked into? Oh. The women, and I mean, the women right now in Doha, it's Ostapenko, Kudermitsova, Halep, and Vondrasova are the finalists. Yeah, I, my pick's Halep. I played her there in, uh, in Dubai, oh. and she got the best of <laughs> me. I didn't bring me that one up. Yeah. Let me I tell you, she that. was playing so good. I was also exhausted. I came through the qualifying. But okay. anyways. Uh, well, what is it about her? I mean, she's been um, good for so long, you know? I just think that she she's just so solid. Like, okay. she, she yeah. doesn't do anything spectacular, but she doesn't do anything wrong. Mm -hmm. So she's very solid, and she hits the right shot at the right time. Okay. All right. Well, Ostapenko is kind of rebuilding herself now. Yeah. Uh, and Kudermertova is like...
very dangerous. She's up and down. and Yeah, know. she's she's a little <laughs> bit streaky, but same with Ostapenko. Mm. She can be like 2017, I think, when she yeah. won Roland Garros. Uh-huh. And then, yeah, but it, it'll be interesting. The, the women's game is, is uh, it's very competitive. Anybody can win it any week. Any of these American men in Delray? I know you're, you're friends with a bunch of them. Yeah. You make a pick or just kind of uh, see you know, how it goes. I, well, I saw Barco's lost, but uh, I would love to see Tommy Paul mm-hmm. come out with a W there. Yeah. Uh, he, he lives not far away from there. Okay. So, yeah, I would right. love to Safe see Tommy. Safe choice going with yeah. the friend. Well, Jen Brady, this has been a, pl- a pleasure. As I said, Australian Open finalist announced the rest of your life. Uh, yep. All American girl, and uh, you know more stakes and more TV in the future. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Thanks thank for, you. Thank you for joining Tennis Channel Inside In. Yeah, thanks a lot. Huge thanks to Jennifer Brady for appearing on this week's episode of Tennis Channel Inside In. It was a blast to talk to her again. She's on the road to recovery, going to be back out onto the court soon. But until then, we're glad to have her here on television and on podcasts, of course. If you like this episode, you can find the entire catalog of Tennis Channel Inside In on the Tennis Channel Podcast Network. Just go to tennis.com slash podcasts. We've got a ton of shows for all levels and all interest in the game of tennis. Check out all of our content there on the brand new tennis.com website. I'm Mitch Michaels for Jennifer Brady and everybody else working at the Santa Monica Studios. Thank you for listening to Tennis Channel Inside In. We'll see you next week.